All right. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to talk about a nice little form that allows you to write off just about everything because you're able to justify it. But let's not get crazy. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> so for all the businesses, uh, business owners out there, sole proprietorships, there is a form called the Schedule C, uh, which you're going to put all of your income and expenses there to carry over to your 1040 form. Uh, depending on how uh, new your business is or how you fill out this form, you can pretty much lower your tax liability. So if your business isn't doing too great or you're just starting out, there's a lot you can claim to make sure you have that loss because you have your receipts. Yes. You're not <laughs> just making stuff up. Yes. Uh, come on. So, yeah. You're able to just use that form to um, pretty much ensure that you're doing the right thing. And paying cover people, yourself. Covering yourself. Now, yeah. if, you, if you're not used to doing it, brick and mortar or just pen and paper, bookkeeping is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. uh, please invest in, you know, QuickBooks or... Or you can just head over to Wilson Financial. Plug. Where we have all these resources here to uh, pretty much ensure that your mind is focused on growing the business, properly training your staff, uh, meeting different people to uh, network, uh, pick up more, pick up more um, deals, if, if uh, lack of a better term, and we'll just be handling your bookkeeping, uh, help ensuring that the reports that we're producing, you can easily understand. We're able to use it to translate over to the Schedule C. Yes. Um, so you <laughs> monitor your business's growth, the potential that it has. If you have these few little changes, stop having people work 12 hours <laughs> and they're not clocking out like they're supposed to. And because you're so focused on so many things, you're paying people 12, 14 hours with no lunches. And that's cutting into your profits. So we're here to monitor all of those things, cost of goods, prime cost, all sorts of type of reports we're able to put together for you. So there's a smooth transition, making sure we're uh, on that fine line of lowering your tax burden, but not lowering it so much to that you're not able to get approved for expansion through loans with your business. So yeah, Wilson Financial, you can head over to the website. Uh, we're you're listening to us on the podcast and watching us on YouTube. The links will be there and on Facebook. And we like to give a little bit of information on Instagram as well. But the bulk of everything is by you joining the Dove Club on Patreon. Yeah. Just look us up. Wilson Financial, of course. Look, Join it. Lowest $5 a month. We appreciate it. All the resources that you provide us makes it easier to provide this uh, information, not only with us sitting here, but we can add on nice little graphics, little cartoons, you know, okay. whatever we plan on doing in the future, and discounts on the apparel that will be coming out, merch, you yes, get discounts apparel. on that. And if you love us, love us so, so much, you even get free consultations as well. But let's get into it. You cannot have a Schedule C if you don't have a business. Period. <laughs> and your business has to be formed first. Period. You gotta have a real EIN number. Yeah, yeah. You can't just real be important. out here on the side of the street just selling whatever you feel like selling and then you fill out a Schedule C and the IRS look at you like, who are you? 
heard of you before. What are you trying to do here? It's audit time. We're about to have a great relationship. We're going to collect everything from you. We're going to need that car. You don't, yeah, those keys are mine now. Thought you had a fridge? Give me the food too. So, yeah, you do not want that. So, you always want to form your uh, business. The quickest way is a sole proprietorship. You just head over to your local county clerk, get your DBA doing business ask. If you're um, growing the business, it's starting to look pretty good. Money's coming in. You're just about self-employed. You might want to go over to an LLC. Uh, so that way you're protecting what it is that you have and your family's belongings away from the business. So whenever someone wants to sue, they're just pretty much taking the business. And not everything that you have so that's uh, mm. one way to protect yourself and if you're going to the grander scale a whole corporation you also have that option of forming your business that way as well but once it's formed you got to get the EIN you said that earlier <laughs> yeah. you got to get the EIN but what is an EIN it is pretty much a social security number for your business it's yes. your employer ID number because the government looks at a corporation as a phys a physical well, as a entity, a living and breathing thing. So therefore it does have to have a social security number or an EIN. It's the same thing. In reverse. Yeah. EIN social security number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 But you want to use that as far as uh, lending purposes as well. Uh, they do do a soft check on what your personal, you know, what you bring personally to the table. But it will be ran through the business's EIN. So that way you have some separation there. I know me, for my business, I do have a business credit card. It is not on my credit report because it's through my business. So my business is now building a credit history. When I'm ready to expand to the next level, thanks to you guys contributing and watching and listening, uh, we'll be able to uh, expand even more, get an office, things of that nature. Through the business's EIN, it won't be solely on me. So that means I'm using capital and not my cash, which is the goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is the goal. So. We're going to let Joseph talk a little bit because uh, he is not just into taxes. He's into that beef, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. So I think a good way to look at uh, business or EIN is as if you've cloned yourself. So just imagine you cloned yourself and that clone is running a business. And that way it distinguishes between you and that business and that's what you want because if that business does something wrong you don't want it to come back to bite you mm -hmm. you don't want them to take your assets you don't want them to take your car <laughs> you don't want them to take anything from you you want them to take it all from the business mm -hmm. and so that EIN uh, represents that clone or that business and for me I have a, a taco stand and I have it as a sole proprietor right now which isn't much protection, but at the moment I don't have that min that much <coughs> assets, so <laughs> there's not much that needs to be protected yet. But it is always good to be thinking ahead. You know, when you come into a business, you have to think about your business plan and where you imagine it being in ten years. And so, 
further down the line, it would be best to do maybe an LLC or a S Corp. But those are all different formations that you also have to be thinking about. And I think a, a good way to research that is to see what the business you're going into usually uh, forms itself as. And so those are good things to look out for. Which yeah. they all have different, you know, tax benefits or and or restrictions. So mm-hmm. do your research, uh, do your research, and of course, we probably will do like another shoot, but you'll only be able to find it on the Patreon uh, to pretty much <laughs> give you more information as far as the tax benefits restrictions between a sole prop LLC, S corp, and C corporations, uh, because they're all completely different. And that information you want to know before you make that decision because LLC ain't for free. You got to pay. And each <laughs> pay. state is different. And the lovely state of California is $800 <laughs> a year. <laughs> yeah. So those are things you got to think about. But of course, that $800 is a write-off. So that's what we're going to get into. So income is simple. Where all your money's coming from, whether it be cost of food, if you're into a restaurant, you have merchandise, you can clothes, cups, pens, whatever it may be, water bottles, whatever you're selling. Uh, that's where all of your income will be uh, put on the Schedule C in the part one. Uh, you have your gross receipts and your sales. Uh, keyword, gross receipts and your sales. <laughs> receipts. We're here to take care of that for you because then receipts can pile up size of a 10-gallon a uh, 10-gallon trash can. It'd be a lot of receipts. So um, you want to ensure that you have those hard copies just in case. If you're making purchases throughout the year, you can always have an email it to you as well. That's another way so you don't have yeah. to have all of that paper. A lot of us are going electronic, but there are a few of us that like it the old-fashioned way. The, the receipts is fading away. <laughs> you can barely read. But the tax you pay and all stuff, because all you see is Home Depot and don't know what you buy. <laughs> so, uh, email is good, but if you have those receipts, make sure you store them, scan them. I don't know, laminate them if you want to, so you can keep the ink on the paper. Whatever you want to do, you do that. Uh, also, you have your cost of goods sold that is also in that, and that pretty much determines your gross profit. And then you have other income as far as federal, state, gasoline, fuel costs, refunds. And then that just gives you your gross income from lines five and six of part one. And then we go into the expenses. So I'll let you talk a little bit about expenses. You, you did bring up something before we started as far as for those who like to sell merchandise strictly online. Yeah. So before it was much easier to be an uh, online business, you just needed to uh, withhold taxes for where you had a physical presence but uh, in a recent case uh, with Winsome uh, if you have an economic presence in that state now and you're uh, selling merchandise in that state even if you're not physically there you have to withhold taxes in those states as well so if you've never been to let's say Texas but you sold to someone in Texas you have to withhold taxes for that consumer and if you don't you'll receive a very nice tax bill at the end of the year yeah i actually came across a really interesting article about an individual in atlanta uh he had a very successful amazon business that was doing like four million in revenues a year 
and he was selling mainly to people in California. Uh, and he didn't realize that, hey, if I have an economic presence in California, I have to withhold taxes there. And guess what happened? California sent him a tax bill of 800000 So, <laughs> So you got to be very careful and aware of all the updates. So you want, and, and is it where you have to, so if I sold my shirt and, and let's, well, I would want to sell it in Texas and ain't nothing to withhold there. But if I were to do it in New York, do I withhold California tax or New York Oh, uh, you withhold New York tax. There you go. And this is why you need someone like... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, someone like us. We know these things. Because it's always changing. You never know. And yes. there are quarterly reports that you need to have in, or- in order um, to, you know, just feel comfortable if you're audited or anything of that nature. You want yeah. you want to have the documents right. Mm-hmm. And quarterly is key because there's a thing called self-employment tax, which you pay every quarter. <laughs> so you want to make sure you're staying on top of these things. That's one of the, one of the many things I would say preachers and pastors do not know about. Mm. Which is why a lot of them end up in debt, in jail, or their whole church is like completely closed down. Yeah. So it's because they have no clue, have no idea that they have to do these things. They're thinking a nonprofit, I'm good to go. Okay, I'm gonna spend every nickel and dime, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they get they end up getting a secular job, as they say in in the church world, and uh, they all of a sudden get garnished because they got all these taxes from all the money that they've been mm-hmm. making, and then we've been wondering where you've been at. We <laughs> <laughs> ain't seen you in a while, so, you know? <laughs> so uh, let me come holla at you, okay? So yeah, you want to um, ensure that you're you're well aware, and I would say you almost want to be politically aware of what's going on because that is where a lot of these changes are happening. They're passing yeah. legislation, different laws, changing the code. Um, you just want to know. Yeah. You just want to be aware to avoid any situation because it's not just affecting you if you're a business owner. If you're employing people, you're affecting their families and what they're able to do also. Exactly. Because now yeah. there's levies on your account. There's Your account's in restriction. <laughs> you're suspended, so you can't technically sell anymore. And so now you're not meeting payroll expectation. All of a sudden, people's benefits is gone. If you're a business that's also doing employee benefits, which is a write-off as well, it, it just, it's just going to create a world of a mess. So you want to be properly informed, which is why we're here, to share, to give yeah. you a little something, but let you know we're here to manage it too, so you can focus on the other things. And I think that's a really cool thing about the Schedule C. It gives business owners the opportunity to transfer liability to someone else. You could transfer liability to Winsland uh, Financial so that they can do your bookkeeping and be accountable. Yeah, when you go into business, you... You want to do what you're good at, you know. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. You want to do what you, that is key right there. You want to do what you're good at. You're giving gifts and skills, whether you learn them or just mm-hmm. have them naturally. You want to use those, not have to deal with the world that isn't your gift, that isn't yeah. your calling. Boy. Because it's 
you walking, if you walking, if you're not walking in your calling, you're gonna find yourself in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> you won't be out at sea all by yourself. No, right. So that's why you want to network, group with other people because what you're not good at, somebody else is, and by you trusting and helping them, and them doing what's properly that, um, them doing what it is that you need from them. Now you have a good working relationship and everyone's getting uplifted at the same time. You're expanding your business beyond your expectation and now I'm getting, uh, now on the opposite side, you are, I am getting brand recognition for being uh, part of your growth. Yeah. So you always want to have that. It's just two hands. I keep saying it, the give and the take. <laughs> here for. So establishing that relationship, getting the proper people on your team, is what's very important because if not then it can be difficult trying to navigate the financial waters uh in, in this world alone especially when it comes to running a business because you're not putting yourself within a bunch of other people at stake as well mm -hmm. anything else anything else you guys want to ask i think that's pretty simple the schedule mm -hmm. c is not difficult it, the door is like so open for you to write off everything. Yeah. But I would say do it wisely. Yeah. So if you're like a traveling nurse, you know, if you're a traveling nurse, you cannot use your entire car note and all the files <laughs> for the whole year <laughs> and try to write that off because you're not working. 365 days of the year for 24 hours. That is impossible. So what you want to do when it comes to cars and mileage and things of that nature, you want to go ahead and track your travel and the gas that you spent from the beginning to the end of the year. So now you know how much traveling you've done, whether it be 20,000 miles. Mm -hmm. And now based off your work and the things you're doing, driving to see a client, or going to a meeting, flying to a meeting, whatever the case may be, whatever uh, you've tracked, say it's 10,000. So 50% of all of your gas receipts, all of your car notes, all of your insurance is now a business write-off for you. Not 100%, 50%. Whatever that percentage is, that's where you want to go with. Because a lot of people, they can get away with a lot of the other stuff, but that you want to make sure you're doing properly especially when it comes to depreciation. If you register your car with your business, that that will help if you register your car with your business, because if not, you really want to go ahead and follow through with properly accounting for your mileage and your, and your expenditures when it comes to maintaining a vehicle. Like, like for Uber, you can you can write off that uh, that car wash all day, every day. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you, you got to have a clean car. Nobody want to walk in mud. You see, now that, that makes sense. Now, you can't own a daycare, right? <laughs> Take a trip for a week to Vegas and ride off that whole trip. You see, it, 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 it has nothing to do with daycare and taking care of kids. You see what I'm saying? Like, that won't stay in Vegas. The IRS will bring that trip back yeah. up. So, like, you want to keep things pertaining to your business like you because you have to justify it is yeah. what I'm saying 
Oh, you like can. You, you have can. To, you pretty much saying you can do those things if it makes sense with to your, your business. business. So to you can have a board meeting out in Barbados or the Bahamas if you want to, because you're out getting away, debriefing, going over whatever it is that you need to. But if you just sit out there, just went out there with the family, and your business is all about. Uh, bookkeeping I'm like no I wouldn't be able to write that off because it has <laughs> just nothing to do I don't have no business interest out there I don't have a client out there so that that doesn't work exactly yeah gotta have good morals good ethics don't don't yeah don't bend the line because <laughs> we're not gonna let you bend the line not here we're not gonna do it <laughs> there's no line bending I don't want no crook in my back I like it straight <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a really good point because a lot of us view the IRS as our enemy, mm-hmm. but they're they're not our em- enemy. The taxes are used to to pay for a lot of great things like our roads, mm-hmm. you know, like school. Yeah, up until high school. We're, we're, we're working on the whole college. <laughs> I, I hope we get there because <laughs> that Man. that hurts. Man, hurts my back. That's his crook. That's <laughs> <laughs> not funny. So the interest ain't either. They need to cap that. They they really you know do. The reason why my interest would be at six point eight. What? I don't even I get my West, car insurance slaves. interest rate in no six point eight. <laughs> my student loan. It needs to be three percent or below. <laughs> That's ridiculous. My mama was raised in the era when no. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. So, yeah. Pretty much, like you said, they're not they're not enemies. They really, if you know the information, utilizing it correctly, they really give you open windows. To, they do, yeah. To write things off, especially if you're a business. If you if you're just looking at it, if you just pull up a schedule C just to see lines eight through twenty seven A, you can it pretty much says you can write off everything under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anything. Can't think of anything right now that you're not able to write off. You're able to write off everything, but you want Basically. to do it the right way. If you have a house, you can't write off the entire square footage of the house <laughs> and say you're doing business. Who does business out of a toilet? Out of a tub. On the toilet. On the toilet. In the tub. That's not happening. That's not <laughs> happening at all. So you cannot use that, the entire square footage. But you can determine what, get yourself an office space in that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say use the garage if you're if you're able to. That's the largest amount of square feet that is open that you're able to use. So use that. Then again, just like with the car vehicles, use that percentage of what your mortgage or rent or whatever it is, and use that as your write-off for whether it be a rent or a lease or whatever the case may be. Or if you have a whole office space, and you can, of course you can use a whole office space to write that off. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's there for the business. You're not living out of there, so. That works. I think that's um, I think that's I think that's pretty much everything we we should cover on that one. What do you guys say? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Questions, concerns, comments, please support us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and the Patreon. Please do that. Any questions? Of, any questions you want to direct towards any of us? Uh, just go ahead and email us info at wilsonfinancialmgmt.com again wilsonfinancial 
at wait M-G. what <laughs> info info at, at wilsonfinancialmgmt.com yes how do I not get my own stuff right people because we've been sitting here shooting all these podcasts <laughs> just for you so you have the information on taxes and how to better utilize the money that you receive or do not receive for your betterment Hopefully of tomorrow. Hopefully y'all receiving some money. So, thank you for joining. <laughs> We're done with this one. We're going to head to the next one. Yeah. Bye-bye.